For the next few weeks, instead of talking about your problems, we're going to talk about what you can do to help somebody else with his problems or with her problems. Maybe you've never thought along those lines. Perhaps you've only been uh, wrapped up in your own difficulties. That's often the way it is with even Christian people. They become so deeply interested and introspective about their own problems at home or in their lives or with their children that they sometimes forget that they have a ministry to other people. Well, we're going to talk about that ministry of counseling others. <clears throat> and you know, there are people who believe that uh, only professionals should counsel. There are people who think that only those who have been trained in psychology and psychiatry should do counseling. Nothing could be farther from the truth as far as God's Word is concerned. Let me read for you a passage in Romans as Paul writes to the everyday man in the pew Christian there. He says at the end of that letter in Romans 15, 14, and concerning you, my brethren, I myself also am convinced that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, and able also to counsel one another. Now here is Paul writing to a group of people in Rome whom he knows to be Christians, but people that he has never yet even met. And only by word of of mouth has he heard uh, by ear that these Christians are able to counsel one another or competent to counsel one another. And he encourages them to do so. Notice uh, also in the book of Colossians where Paul writes to that church in Asia Minor. And here this time in chapter 3 verse 16 he says, let the word of Christ richly dwell uh, <clears throat> within you. And then he says, with all wisdom, teach and admonish or counsel one another. The same word is used in Colossians 3.16 that is used in Romans 15.14, where he speaks about being competent to counsel or able to counsel and where he urges them to teach and to counsel one another. Now, in both of these verses, you'll notice that Paul is not speaking to preachers. He's not talking to some kind of a professional group, but he's speaking here to the average, everyday Christian. And he's saying that we ought to be able to counsel one another. God has called every Christian to counsel. Now, not every Christian is called to the work of counseling as a lifetime occupation. Not every Christian is called to that as his, his uh, work or his ministry uh, from God. And I don't mean by saying that every Christian should uh, be counseling, that that's all that he should be doing or that he should be doing that even preeminently. But certainly he ought to be counseling somebody somewhere at some place about something if he is a Christian who is growing and able to share from his growth and from his wisdom in the scriptures with somebody else who is in trouble. <clears throat> Notice how simply Paul puts it in another place in Galatians 6. 
he says, if a man is caught in any trespass, this is verse 1, you who are spiritual, now that means those who have the Spirit of God. He's not talking about some super pious group of Christians who are uh, super spiritual or better than other Christians. He's not talking about uh, uh, some kind of top of the totem pole Christian category, but rather he's talking about all Christians here. If you'll notice, the uh, fifth chapter is talking about those who have the Spirit and those who do not have the Spirit. Now he's saying, if a man is caught in any trespass, if you catch a brother in sin, that is, you who have the Spirit, you who are believers, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, looking to yourself, lest you too be tempted. Now I'm going to come back to some of these passages and the broadcasts that are following this one. But the only thing I want to say to you today, and I'd like to say it with some emphasis, is this that you have an obligation to counsel others. There is an obligation given to you in Colossians 3.16, an example given in Romans 15.14, and a clear-cut specific obligation laid upon you in Galatians 6.1 and 2. So if we're going to love our brother as we ought, if we're going to love him as ourselves as the scriptures exhort us to, then we must be as concerned or even more concerned about him and his welfare and his difficulties and his needs as indeed we are about ourselves, our own families, our husbands, our wives, and our children. So we do have then a calling from God, each one of us, to counsel somebody else somewhere in some way. How can I do it, you say? Well, we can't talk about that today. We're going to spread out some of the how-tos over the next, uh, over the rest of this month. And we're going to talk about some of those very questions that you may have in your mind right now as you, uh, as you raise that matter with me. And you say, well, I just don't know what to do or where to begin. I wouldn't know what to say or how to say it. I, I, I'd be all uh, thumbs. I'd just be, be at sixes and sevens if I ever really tried to help somebody else. I've got enough problems of my own. Well, one of the places to begin, of course, is with yourself, to be sure that your own life is what it ought to be, and to deal with some of those problems that are bothering you at this present time. So maybe the place for you to start is if there are serious difficulties in your life as a Christian, and these so take up your life that you are not able really to counsel another person, then maybe you ought to begin by going to your pastor and telling him that you realize this fact, that you're unable to fulfill some of the commandments of Scripture that tell us to restore a brother or to counsel someone else or teach him in wisdom because you yourself are so messed up in various ways. Maybe you need to experience counseling so that you can help others and counsel others yourself. So I would suggest that if that is your difficulty today, that you get right on your phone, call your pastor, and tell him. Tell him that you've got problems. Maybe you've never shared that with anyone else before. But your pastor is the person to whom you should turn, or perhaps some other fine Christian person who is able to counsel you with whom, to, uh, toward whom you have uh, great respect. So what we're concerned about then in the rest of this series in the next uh, several weeks is how you, as a just an ordinary layman, how you as a Christian can become able and competent to counsel your 
uh, brethren around you to help them out of difficulty when they find themselves tangled up in some kind of web of sin or problem that they may have. And the place to begin is with yourself, to be sure that your own life, in your own life, you're beginning to make it by learning how to solve problems God's way yourself. Let's pray. Lord, we know that there are many Christians today who ought to be helping others. If there is any word that runs through the New Testament, it is those two little words, one another, that so consistently tell us of our obligations to each other as believers. We pray, Lord, that you will bless many who are listening today, take the fear out of their hearts, cleanse their own lives, strengthen them and enable them, Lord, to be of real service to one another in the work of Jesus Christ. For we pray in his name, amen.